0: You're listening to Flourish Weekly with Pastor Jen. We know you'll be encouraged by today's talk. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to Flourish Weekly. I am so grateful that you're here. Thank you for tuning in week after week. I hope you enjoyed last week's message and last week's conversation. Um, And just a reminder that it is not always going to be this way. Brighter days are ahead. Good things are coming. I always want to encourage you because I have needed that encouragement in times in my life. And really, we all go through days and weeks where we need to know that you know, God still has a plan for our future and good things are coming. So thanks for tuning in. Hey, you can find me on Instagram. You can find me on Facebook. I would love to hear from you in that way. I've connected with many of you, um, on social media and I love when you reach out. I love your stories. Um, You don't realize it, but you have encouraged me and hopefully I've encouraged you as well. So thank you. Continue to reach out, continue to share this, please. I really would love for you to share these podcasts and these episodes with the people that you love, with people that are on your heart. It's really a tool and an opportunity for you to very easily um, just encourage somebody by sending them a link or sharing it on your Instagram or on your Facebook. So thanks again, you guys. It really means the world to me that you're here and that you're listening. I'm so grateful that God's given us this community and this um, platform to talk about him, to talk about his goodness, to talk about what we really go through in this life. What's real? You know, what's hard? What um, What is it that we really need God to do? And how can we help each other know God and have a relationship with him? So that's why we're here. I hope you're encouraged and I hope you're having fun listening to these podcasts because I know that I am having so much fun um, recording them and, and, and just connecting with you guys. So let's get started with some prayer and then we'll jump right in. Father, I just love you and I trust you and I thank you for this opportunity to share. Thank you for this opportunity to talk about your goodness. I pray, Lord, that you would give me the right words, speak to my heart, and help me to share what is on your heart today to the people that are listening, wherever they are. I pray that you would meet them. I pray that your presence would be there, right there. Make yourself known to them. Make yourself real to them. Answer the questions of their heart and draw us closer to you in Jesus' name. Well, thanks again, you guys. I I love talking with you. And this morning, I want to talk to you about the most important conversation that you will probably ever have. No, not probably, for sure, the most important conversation you'll ever have. And that's the conversation about Jesus, about Jesus and and, and knowing him and having relationship with him. You know, in the world right now, there's so much talk about people who are leaving the faith, people who are de- quote unquote deconstructing their faith. So many people are leaving the faith Um, and we talk about, you know, what the church should and shouldn't be saying and what the world should and shouldn't be saying. And there's all of this complication and all of these opinions and all of these thoughts out there. We are bombarded with social media. We're bombarded with, um, the news outlets and we're bombarded with people's opinions constantly because we have these phones in our faces and we have everyone's opinion right there in front of our face. Um, especially if you're on Twitter or any of those other news outlets um, or social media outlet platforms. So, But the reality is that sometimes we, and, and let me say this, it is important that we um, answer the difficult questions of the Bible and that we, we, we answer the difficult questions that we have in our hearts, but we all have to begin with a foundation, the foundation of our faith, which is the cross and Jesus and what he did for us and his love for us. Because so often we complicate living for God. We complicate what it looks like to give our life to Jesus. We complicate what it looks like to live for God. We have a list of things that we should and shouldn't do and and all of that. But in reality, when we come face to face with Jesus on the cross, When we encounter Jesus for real, encounter him and his love for us and his commitment to us through the cross, everything else starts to fade away. And in that moment, we come face to face with him and we turn our lives over willingly because we truly see that Jesus died on that cross, suffered and went through what he went through because of his deep love for us because of his desire for relationship with us and because he saw us as we really are. And I'm gonna hit a few of those points. And I believe that if you will listen to this episode to the very end, Your mind is going to shift about some things. God is going to heal some things. God is going to set you free from some things. And if you're out there and you're listening and you're on the fence about this whole God thing and you're on the fence about this whole Jesus thing and you're on the fence about whether or not you want to give your life to Him. And you know what? Also, if you're out there listening and you are one of those people who have faced hardship and because of that, you're disillusioned and you're confused. And you're you you're doubting, and you are leaving your faith. You are leaving your first love, which is your relationship with God. If that is you, and you have left, or you're questioning leaving or you are struggling in any way, I want you to listen to this to the very end. Just give me that. Just give me 25, 30 minutes, listen to the end. And then at the end of this, if you feel led, share it with someone that you know who may be struggling because I feel so strongly on my heart and I could not shake it that God, his heart is drawing his children back to himself. Kids, meaning, adults who are God's kids. uh, We're all God's kids if we've accepted him and we love him and we're serving him. God's kids that have left him, the prodigal son that has left, the prodigal daughter that has left, the prodigal daughters and sons who have questioned and said, why would a good God do this? Why would a good God allow this? Why would a good God allow me to suffer and struggle and go through the things that I've gone through? Why would a good God allow the things around me that I'm seeing in my, in my friends' lives? Why would he allow these things to happen? Those prodigal sons and daughters that have left God, he, his heart today is for you. His heart is heavy for you to come back to relationship with him. And I think we have to realize the true character of God and the, the true, we have to get a true image of who he is because Yes, God is a God of justice and God is a God of righteousness. Righteousness and justice are the foundation of his throne. And all of that is true. But God, let's start from the very beginning, created us. He created Adam and Eve out of his own creativity, out of his own love, out of his own desire to have relationship with us. He created us for himself, for relationship. And so that we, because he also saw the destiny and the purpose that he created us for in that moment, he created us. He created Adam and Eve for closeness with him, relationship with him, but also to govern and to lead and to oversee the earth and the world that he had just created. And so God created us with love and with the, with the desire for relationship, but he also created us with destiny and with purpose. And so I think sometimes that gets lost when we, you know, are serving God or we're not or we're in the world or we've heard about this God or whatever it is. It gets lost the truth that he created us with purpose and with destiny. It's not like... Okay, God is for sure calling us to a place of surrender. Jesus said to follow me, you must take up your cross and follow me. You must take up your cross daily and follow after me. And so this life is really a life of surrender, but it's also a life of destiny and purpose. And I think sometimes we think we lay down our lives in surrender and then we get nothing in return, but that's not the case. That's not how, that's not what the Bible teaches us. The Bible teaches us that he has called us by name and we are his. It says, I have called you by name and you are mine. I have ransomed you. And so let's go back to the creation. He created Adam and Eve for relationship with him. And then sin entered the garden. They made a mistake, right? How many of us have made mistakes? How many of you have made a mistake They made a mistake and then immediately they felt shame. How many of us have felt shame for our decisions? How many of us this week have felt shame for our decisions? Because you know, deep down inside, you know. You know the difference in right and wrong. God has placed that on the inside of you to know the difference in right and wrong. And he is drawing you to himself. He's not drawing you to a perfect life of never making mistakes or being this holy, incredible, you know, profound person, he's calling you to relationship with him, to follow him, to know him, to love him and to surrender daily to him. So he created Adam and Eve. They send. And in that moment, in that moment, right then and there, God knew that he was going to have to send a redeemer, that he was going to have to solve this problem and, and provide Jesus who would restore our relationship with God. He had to provide a way. The Bible says that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. He is the way to the Father, back to that relationship, that close relationship with him. Not a relationship of of hard, hard rules and regulations, but a relationship of knowing him. The Bible says when we get to heaven, that that God will say to those who who didn't know him, he'll say, depart from me. I never knew you. He's not going to say, depart from me. You didn't live up to my standards. He's going to say, depart from me. I never knew you. Now, here's the thing. When we start to know him, okay, when we believe that Jesus died on the cross, when we believe that he was sent to suffer and to die, when we come face to face with that, that savior on that cross suffering for us. When we encounter Jesus and we believe that he's the son of God and we accept him, then we're in relationship with God. We begin to know God as he really is through his word. And see, this is where a lot of people miss it, is that they don't begin to know God through his word. His word reveals his character. His word reveals his heart. His word reveals um the direction that he would have us to go in this life, his word reveals himself, right? So we get to know God. And as we know him, then things start to change in our lives because we know him and we don't want to, we don't want to do anything that's going to separate us from him. When we have that close, loving relationship, think about your, your close, loving relationship with someone just right now in your mind, think of someone in your life that you are in close, loving relationship with, a relationship that you would never want to lose. Maybe it's a spouse. Maybe it's a friend. Maybe it's a mom or a dad. Maybe it's um, a child, whoever it is right now. Maybe it's just um, a, a relative. Think of one person. Maybe it's your pastor or your leader or someone that you are in close, loving relationship with. Now Think about that relationship and how much it means to you. And how much you, you want to be close to them. You want to make sure that you communicate and work things out and, and that nothing comes between you and them. That relationship matters so much to you that you will allow nothing to come between you and them. You will forgive and you will communicate and you will make sure you don't do anything that hurts them, make sure you don't do anything that you don't say anything that hurts them. Well, that relationship is just a very small, small example of the relationship that we begin to have with God, our creator, our savior, our covering, our protector, our defender. He's the joy and the lifter of our head. He's the answer. He's the comforter. He is our all. The Bible says that he is Jehovah Jireh, our provider. He's the one who provides joy and peace and relationships and contentment and calm. Some of you are chasing contentment. You are chasing peace. You are chasing answers. You are chasing it. And I'm just going to say it. I'm just going to, I'm going to, I'm going to go for it today. You are chasing it by chasing after alcohol, chasing after women or men, chasing after wrong relationships, chasing after that next fix or that next thing that's going to numb you enough to give you enough peace of mind today. And you know what? You are chasing hard after those things and they will never ever satisfy you they will never bring you what only God can bring you and so okay then Jen maybe all that you say is true you know maybe you're out there and you're going all right Jen let's just say that everything that you've said is true about Jesus let's say that God created me with destiny and he created me with poor relationship and he sent Jesus to die on the cross for me to suffer and die and and then he rose again and gave me access to God okay Let's say what you say is true that God's going to give me peace and God's going to give me hope and God's going to give me all the things that you just said. Well, what what do I do? How do I get there? What is it going to take? And you know what? God's not up in heaven asking you for a whole lot. He's not. He's asking you for your heart. He's asking you to surrender. He's asking you to just say, "Okay, God, I've been running. I've been chasing, I've been searching, I've been trying, I've tried it all. And, you know, maybe the church hurt you. Maybe someone in, you know what? I don't believe the church hurt you because the church is the body of Christ and Jesus isn't going to hurt you. But maybe someone in the church hurt you. Maybe someone in the church disappointed you. Maybe something in life disappointed you. You know, Jesus said in this life, you will have trouble. You will. That's whether you're serving God or not. You will have trouble, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world, is what Jesus said. I don't know about you, but man, I've been through some hardships. I'll lay it out right now. I lost my my mother in law, who was my best friend, my mentor, my my um, my pastor. She was a dear dear person in my life and filled many roles in my life, and she died. She did. A few years back, she did, she passed away, and that grief and that loss hit me so, so deeply and so hard. Not only that, but over the years, I've lost friendships. I've been through betrayals. I've lost people who were walking alongside with me, serving God with me, and the next thing I know, I look and they're gone. I've been through betrayals. Matt and I have been through infertility together. We have walked through that dark, desert hardship together. We have walked through the disillusionment and the confusion of that. We have walked through that together. I have walked through hard times. I've walked through anxiety and depression and debilitating panic attacks. Look, guys, I have walked through hard times. And that is the only reason I'm telling you all of that is to say that God has brought me through. And you know what? We're going to go through hard times where are are going to go through them with him by our side, where we come forth as pure gold, or we're going to go through hardships without him. And I don't want to go through anything in this life without God holding me, picking me up, putting my feet back on firm ground. And and then I love this image. I always have this image of God picking us up, setting us straight, putting our feet back on the ground, and then Patting us and saying, all right, time to go, keep moving, keep going forward. Because the beauty about going through hardship in this life, when we are surrendered, is that we walk through it with him. We are not alone. And so what does it look like for us to say, to surrender? What does it look like if you're, if you're listening and you're like, okay, man, I've been struggling with this for a long time. And this message, this conversation is just another sign or another confirmation or another, another example to me that it's time for me to stop, to surrender and to come back to relationship with God. What does that mean? Does it mean you have to give up a whole lot of stuff? Maybe you might. But right now, all it means is turning your heart towards God and saying, God, you created me. God, you love me. God, you know me and you have called me by name. You knew me before the foundation of the world and you have called me by name and you love me and you have a plan for my life. And I believe that Jesus died on the cross for my sin, for my shame, he died on the cross to make me whole, to give me access to relationship with you. And so today I surrender my heart back to you. And then in return, I receive your joy. I receive your peace. I receive your comfort and I receive your direction and your destiny for my life. And just rewind that if you have to and pray that prayer, repeat it after me, say it out loud in Jesus name and then you begin to walk it out. Here's the incredible thing about God. He gives us identity. He gives us purpose. He tells us who we are. Some of you out there are listening, and you don't know who you are. You're twisting and turning and and looking in every direction, and you just don't know who you are. You've lost your identity, or maybe you never had it, and this is for those of you out there who are serving God. If you're out there and you are serving God, but you have lost your sense of identity, you don't know who you are. You've been through so much that it's it's just knocked the wind out of you. It's knocked the wind out of your sails. You felt like you had a direction. You felt like you were going in a certain way. And then all of a sudden, something just came along and it just knocked the wind out of you. And you don't know who you are. Let me just remind you, you are God's creation. And He designed you. He created you with purpose. Listen to me. There are talents and there are abilities and there are giftings on the inside of you put there by God for a purpose. Now you just have to know Him. Don't feel pressured to figure it all out. Just know Him. Spend time in His Word. Spend time in relationship with Him. Spend time listening to worship and hearing His heart. And as you do that day by day, He will begin to unfold purpose and destiny. I just believe right now that there's someone out there in your early 20s, and you're trying to figure out your destiny and your purpose. If you're out there and you're listening to this and you know someone who needs to hear this, I want you to send it to them. Someone out there in your twenties, in your early twenties, you're trying to figure out what you were put on this earth to do. Know God and he will reveal it. Know Jesus and he will reveal it. Some of you out there, you got purpose and you've got talents and you've got gifting. Some of you have spiritual giftings and you're running from the ministry. You're running from the call of God. But he has placed those things on the inside of you for a purpose. Now, listen, God gives us gifts and talents and abilities. And we've talked about this in previous episodes. God gives us the ability to get wealth. You know, there are, there are things that God will give us ideas and creativity and businesses and things like that to get wealth. But what's the purpose in all of that? Look, the only purpose and the reason why we are here on this earth is to know God, love him, love people. And make sure as many people as possible have an opportunity to know him as well. So those special giftings and talents that you have, sure, God's going to use it. And he wants to give you a fulfilled, exciting, happy life. But he also wants you to use those gifts and talents to love someone today, to touch someone today. So I want to challenge you in your workplace today, after you listen to this message or tomorrow, if you're listening to it at night, whenever, whenever your next work day is, I want you to go into that workday and I want you to know and think today I'm going into this workday as a messenger and as a minister of God's love and of God's truth, because you are loved. He has a plan and a purpose for you. He has not forgotten you. He has not, and he's not forgotten the people around you. Remind them of that. Remind the people around you, God's not forgotten you. When you encounter someone today, it doesn't take much. Just have a little courage, just have a little faith and just a little bit of bravery, a little bit of boldness and just smile at someone and say, man, God loves you. He has a plan for your life. I love you and I'm praying for you. You would not believe what that act of love would do to someone's heart. I just believe that God is shifting something. I do not believe that so many people are leaving the faith, but this is the end. You got to be kidding me. This is the end. This is just the beginning. God's about to do something great in our community, in our churches. God's about to do something great in our families. God's about to awaken us again to him, to his truth, to his presence, to his love. And it all starts with Jesus and the cross and the resurrection and what he did. So let's just remember man, God, you gave it all. You are, you are faithful and you gave it all. So in response to that, it's easy for me to give you all. I give you all because you gave me all. And I want a close relationship with you, Jesus. I want to be close, closely connected to you where I can hear your heart and where I can walk this thing out. And then sure, there's a process, and we begin to learn and change and grow. And the Bible says to be holy as I, as I am holy. God said, "Be holy as I am holy." And we begin to grow and change, and, and God starts to purify us, and God starts to make us more and li- more and more like Him. We go from glory to glory to glory. All of that is true, but right now, today, it's just coming back to Jesus and saying, "I'm sorry, I left." I need you and I want you. I want more of you. Or maybe you didn't leave. And maybe you're a believer and you are serving God. And your prayer today to him is show me, remind me of my destiny. Remind me why you created me. And then remind me, show me how I can love the people around me. Look, a lot of you are holding on to a lot of things today. God's just asking you, hey, just surrender it. Surrender that relationship. Surrender that vice. Surrender whatever it is. Because it's not helping anyway. You need me, God says. I am the answer. I am the all. I am the way, the truth, and the life, Jesus said. So I love y'all so much. I really want to encourage you as you finish listening to this episode. I think this episode is the perfect episode for you to text to a friend individually and say, hey, I want you to hear this today. I'm thinking about you and I love you and you matter to me. You matter to God and you matter to this world. Don't give up. You're not alone. You're you're not alone. This is not the end of your story. Good things are coming. God is for you. God has a plan for you. God has a destiny for you. And I love you so much. So my name is Pastor Jennifer Senna. You can look me up on Instagram, Facebook. I'll be here for you. I'll pray with you. Um, I'll encourage you, whatever you need. If that's you and you're out there listening, please share, please pray with us. And I love you. I hope you guys have a great, great, great week. It's going to be a great week. I just feel it. I know it. I love y'all so much. I'll talk to you soon. We're so glad you joined us today on Flourish Weekly. If you enjoyed this episode, feel free to share it with a friend and tag us on social media. You can also connect with Pastor Jen on Facebook and Instagram. Thank you for listening.